welcome once again to the PA from PA podcast where Parker and Andrew discuss a randomly generated word. And now our word today is tongue. But before we get into that, Andrew, today is a special episode because this is episode 10. That's a that's what? a big number. Yeah. What, what kind of anniversary 10? is that? Is that a bronze anniversary right there? Is it a bronze? I don't know. Because what, 25 is silver? 25 is silver, yeah. So does that mean like 12, 12 and a half bronze? <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe for a 12 and a half episode. We'll have to keep bronze. track. Right now we're, yeah, right now we're, we're halfway, tinfoil. Halfway in between uh, recording episode 12 and, tw- and episode 13, yeah. we'll have a party just by ourselves. I, I love that idea. That's a great idea. But yeah, yeah, 10 episodes, who would have thought that we would have made it this far? Uh, It started off just in the middle of quarantine, us deciding to talk about random junk. And uh, quarantine's (laughs) over, the situation's still going on, uh, and so are we. So It's it's really, it's still going hard right now. (laughs) It really is. Um, But it's all good, though. Because now we get a chance to talk about one of the things you probably shouldn't be touching right now during the situation, which is your tongue, which is, uh, <laughs> is there, a pretty good word. Is there, ever, is there ever a situation where that's a good thing to be touching, though? Uh, I'd say if it's swollen, um, if it has a bug on it, or if you're at the dentist <laughs> are all appropriate okay. situations. Three, three <laughs> situations where it's appropriate. Only three situations. Nice. Please do not okay. touch your tongue at any other time. <laughs> For any other reason. <laughs> I don't even know if I can remember the last time that I physically touched my own tongue. Like with my fingers. I don't know if I ever have. Maybe, yeah, maybe I've never touched really? my tongue. I mean, I'm sure I have, me. probably. I just I can't remember when the last time I did it was. You know, I couldn't tell you the exact date. But, like, I have a memory of me touching my tongue. I, I don't know why, probably other than just the fact I wanted to touch my tongue. But, like, I remember, like, holding, physically holding my tongue at one point. Uh, so I've definitely it? done it. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> you're just like, wow, this is this is something that I don't think about very often. Here's a muscle just that moves around in my mouth. Let me Let me touch it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's disgusting. So, I mean, it's kind of gross, Ew. to be honest. Do we all do we have the the definition of tongue? Do we have the definition of tongue? Like I'm is, glad you asked. Is the the organ the only definition of tongue? I feel like there's something else. Well, again, glad that you asked. Uh, we didn't have an opportunity to define oil last episode, but in keeping with our recent tradition of defining our words, according to the Great Dictionary of Google, they define it primarily as the fleshy muscular organ in the mouth of a mammal used for tasting, licking, swallowing, and in humans, articulating speech. Which I think is kind of interesting because it said of a mammal. So apparently if you're not a mammal, you don't have a tongue. Which is false, right? Because birds and lizards (laughs) do. That's what I would think. That's what I was just thinking, yeah. Like fish fish, have tongues. Do fish have tongues? Do they? I'm pretty sure fish have tongues. Do they not though? I don't know if they do. Well, I don't know. Maybe they do. I can't remember ever, and I'm, I'm thinking specifically of sharks. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen a shark in a movie or 
huh. and art depicted with like a tongue that was noticeable. This is very true, yeah. But maybe it's just like uh, not as pronounced as mammals. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it says that, I mean, only in humans is it used for speech. So in all other animals, I mean, and also in humans, it's used for tasting, licking, and swallowing. And if you're a fish or a bird for that matter, you kind of don't have to do that, you know? Yeah, they don't, they don't like, have, you don't to, have to lick anything. anything. Yeah, and they don't have to swallow, especially if you're a fish. So, I mean. Well, they do, right? Because they, they swallow food. I guess they have to, huh? Which yeah, has to be weird thing. for them, right? Because for us, the swallow happens in like a contained environment, right? <laughs> so you've got food in your mouth, you seal it off from the outside air, and you swallow it through. But a fish, you're just like always, there's always water in your mouth all the time. So when they close their mouth to swallow, huh. are they also swallowing all the water that's in there? I I don't know. like. Do they just like continuously have water within them then? You know? Like inside You'd their have stomach. I think so. And I guess that would well, that would make sense on how they swim and how they aren't constantly sinking to the bottom of the ocean, right? Because they've they've taken on true. the water around them and they're at the same sort of level. True. Cause in theory, you would think if it was all air in there, all the fish would just float to the top of the ocean, right? yeah <laughs> i mean that's what i'm thinking breaking news though um we have a little bit of controversy on our hands here with the definition of tongue uh because really? a simple google search for uh do fish have tongues reveals yes most fish do have tongues uh but they don't look like you know ours normally looks but they do have tongues so okay i don't really know what to think about that but that definition might be false don't know I recently saw a video, I don't know if this was on Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook, but it was on the internet, and One it was showing a, a hummingbird skull, like they had dried out, like taken out of the bird, and the hummingbird tongue is super long, like it's really creepy, really? and the tongue actually wraps around, so it goes into their throat, yeah. and it wraps around the back of their skull to their forehead. Like the organ forehead? starts like in between their eyebrows and it wraps, it goes around the top of their skull back in to their mouth and then out the front of the beak. So like their tongue literally just wraps around their skull. Yeah. That's weird. It's great. <laughs> it looks so weird. I bet. That's not, I mean, I guess it, I was going to say it's not natural. I mean, it is obviously it's the nature of the bird. <laughs> it's but... natural for them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's not natural for us. That's weird hummingbirds huh i never would have expected a hummingbird to have that long of a tongue i guess they have to guess use I'm... it to get the because they always eat like the the part of the flower that's like in a little tube so they got to get their tongue like, all the way down in there so it has to be super yeah, I was, long i was gonna say it, it matches the uh the length of their beak i feel like so that that might make yeah. sense uh interestingly enough you asked if there's other definitions besides just the organ in our mouth uh, and Google does provide a couple more definitions if you'd like to hear them. Uh, we have, there's a lot actually, so I'll, I'll, I'll pick some gems. Uh, we have used in reference to a person's style or manner of speaking. Um, so oh, okay. like 
the way one speaks, right? Like speaking in this certain tongue, uh, yeah. a strip of leather or fabric under the laces in a shoe attached only at the front end. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So like the tongue of a shoe. Uh, my favorite, I think is simply a jet of flame <laughs> oh, <laughs> such nice. as a tongue of fire. So yeah, uh, that's pretty nice. So, I mean, tongues, tongues are a lot of things, but I feel like they all include some sort of strip of something, you know? Yeah. There's a very, there's a shape that combines all these together. Right. Tongues in any form are, are narrow in some way or fashion. It sounds like. And it seems like they all taper off at the end and get narrower. You would hope. Yeah. W- would you like to, uh, in keeping with this same tradition, would you like to try and spell tongue? Oh, I know. I know how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tongue. T O N G U E. Tongue. Ding. Correct. Nice. I got it. There you go. It's gonna that, be, it's a gonna be a jarring. One, that, that is a weird one, actually. Like, I it's feel not, like it not, looks like... it looks wrong. It does. It looks like, like when tongue you goo. when you read it, it doesn't look like it should say what it says. No, no. It it really is more like tongu. <laughs> well, yeah. Imagine little, if you called it a tongu. tongu. <laughs> a tongu of fire. <laughs> yeah. Burnt, I burnt my tongue on the on the hot. Like, <laughs> like honestly, if I was from another country and I saw that, I I probably would try and pronounce it like tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, English is so weird. <laughs> English is weird. I feel like if you if you haven't grown up with English, even if you have and you don't know a word, and you're just like doing giving your best <laughs> shot, you're like there's like a ninety percent chance you're going to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Have you have you ever had one of those moments where you see a word and you like really don't know how to pronounce it and you just like give it your best shot and then like later on in the same like situation or conversation someone else like reads the same word and they say it the correct way <laughs> and you're yeah. just like deep within yourself feel like everyone's just like staring at you like you were wrong. <laughs> I actually I, I love I love it when that happens because Do you really? Everybody everybody knows that the person that pronounced it incorrectly was wrong, but nobody right. wants to say anything. So, so what everybody chooses to do in society is just the next time it comes up, I'll very clearly say it the right way, and maybe they'll get right. the hint. It's like it's like the most <laughs> the most passive aggressive way of correcting somebody's grammar. Honestly, though, but when it happens to you, it it, it doesn't it doesn't feel good because you're like, wow, I, I feel yeah, like you'd rather to correct tell me. You. Right, because like it's hard to tell if they're really trying to correct you or or not. Because like if that's just the way you say it, you're gonna say it like that anyway. I think it's all about yeah. like the inflection, you know. If they're like, well, actually, uh, when you speak with your tongue, <laughs> then it's like, all right, <laughs> and they, they look directly at you, right? <laughs> um, man, that's that's yeah, something. And right at, at that point, also, you're like thinking in your mind, are they? Are they are they right in saying it that way? Because if they haven't right. explicitly corrected me, maybe they're the one that are wrong. Exactly. Maybe they're saying it weird. Right. Especially those words that like obviously tongue is a pretty obvious one, but like that are still like kind of up in the air. Like they could say it the right <laughs> way. And you're like, I mean, are there, are there words like, that are still 
still up in the air as to how they pronounce <laughs> in the world. Well, maybe more like names than than actual words. Maybe okay. Um, yeah, like crazy names. So like I think about how, um, like when I was in college, sometimes I would like read for daily mass, and like you know in the yeah, Old the Testament they have crazy names, right? Of and course. so like all the, all the family trees, you, you just go for it, right? You you just kind of yeah. go for it, and like during the homily, like the priest will like say the same name, like referencing the reading. You're just like, oh, man, you know, but at the same time, it's like, is, is that really how you say it? Or is that just like how you say it? You know? So. Yeah. Is there a correct? Now, the, the real question, of course, is do you say St. Basil or St. Basil? Oh, great question. This is a um, lot of controversy in the church right now. <laughs> I'd say that's the main controversy in the church. <laughs> the right main now. controversy facing the church <laughs> is Basil or Basil. Um, you know, I, I I would say Basil personally, just because uh, it seems as though it, it's a separate name compared to the herb that we all know yeah. and love. Um, yeah. But but then again, I, you probably just have to look at historical context. You know, like were people back then called Basil or Basil? You know. True. Slash. Also, in the translation, did they just port his name over? directly or did we like make up an english word for his name this is true <laughs> like maybe it wasn't true. even close <laughs> i've often wondered about this actually about how like you, you'll read through like again going back to the old testament you'll read through and you'll be like there was Hagan Vaga and Shagabadabra and John. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's like, like, was this name just John and like we're just used to it now? Or like, do we just like like simplify it to make it easier? Yeah, did we on make us? it up? You know? <laughs> like was, yeah. was Mary actually just Mary, or did we simplify right. it? Right. And, and you can imagine it probably sounded like Mary, but it probably wasn't as simple as Mary, I would imagine. Probably I don't not. know. Probably wasn't spelled like that. I mean, At least they, they, were, like they weren't using our alphabet, but this is true. Yeah, this is true. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. Names especially can be uh, can be the tricky one. They're kind of still up in the air, I'd say. Well, yeah. I mean, this is what happens when various different tongues collide in culture. <laughs> Did you ever have uh, a Spanish name in Spanish class? <laughs> I I did actually. Uh, so. Believe it or not, there is not a Spanish equivalent to Parker. And so what my Spanish teacher did instead was use my middle name, which is James. Uh, so in my Spanish class, I went by Jaime. Nice. Yeah. So I was, I was Jaime because there's no Spanish Parker. Um, what's the Spanish Andrew? Uh, Andreas. Of course, Andreas. That's a yeah. nice one, actually. Andreas, Andre, Andreas. that kind of thing. I like that, Andreas. Have you ever had a Spanish class where like they only spoke in Spanish? <laughs> I've had I've had teachers threaten that before, but we never ended <laughs> up actually doing it. I remember, yeah. I think so. I, I took Spanish um, through Spanish three in high school, and okay. when we started Spanish three, but my my Spanish teacher was like, "We're going to be full Spanish by the end of the year." And by the end of the year, we were definitely nowhere, nowhere near close to that. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, of course that, the, that... the same, the same class that I watched Toy Story three multiple times <laughs> in, in just Spanish with English 
But no, it wasn't even with English. It was with Spanish with Spanish subtitles. Oh, that wow. To, to help you learn more, obviously. Yeah. Do you think it worked? No, not at all. <laughs> I don't remember very much Spanish from that class. That makes sense. Although that we did sense. play, we, we played this uh, online computer game uh, that helped us learn how to conjugate verbs. It was oh. called Conjugamos. And it was basically just like a, a speed trial. So they gave you a word and you had to like fill in all the conjugations. Interesting. And I got pretty decently good at that um, just because it was like a competition and I could right. just kind of fake my way through it and memorize for the for the game. Right. Because it's all about the trophy. You got to you got to you got to win out. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, it, it for me, too, it was always like a threat kind of a thing, kind of like, a, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, like like either like by the end of the year we will be in Spanish or like <laughs> even like a I don't know, like y'all aren't learning well enough. So we might have to go to <laughs> Spanish or something like that. But besides that, um, so I took Spanish all throughout high school as well. But then I also had to take it in college because for some reason I didn't think to like try and take the proficiency exam and like bypass all that. So I just had to take it in college again. Uh, oh my but my last semester, I know my last semester of uh, college Spanish, I actually had my Spanish teacher was Polish. <laughs> okay, but. She actually like followed through with the whole like we're only speaking a Spanish thing. And like yeah. granted, she she like gave some concessions. She was like, you know, like if we were really struggling or or blah blah blah. But like for the most part, like we only spoke in Spanish. And that was quite the experience, uh, from a Polish teacher especially. So it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So you were you like proficient enough to to make it through that? I mean it <sighs> It, it kind of helped. I mean, I was also kind of just, like, always, like, a student that just, like, if I didn't have to, like, speak up in class for any reason, I didn't. And then just, like, did my work. And, like, that was it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, unless, like, I was called on to, like, answer something, which is the same as any Spanish class. I mean, I, I was typically kind of fine. Um, one thing that was really intimidating, though, was that one of our, like, final projects or whatever was that one day we had to go into class and they had like five like native speaking Spanish students <laughs> and we had to hold a conversation with them while they like oh actively gosh. graded how we were doing. <laughs> and that's Yikes. like, that's like the fear of anyone like learning a language is like trying to speak that language to someone who natively speaks that language. Cause you're just like constantly <laughs> yeah. like self-conscious about how you're butchering their language. Um, yep. So that was that was intimidating. So I was really thrown to the fire there. And I mean, I wouldn't say I'm fluent by any means, but I would say that I could probably at least hold a conversation with a five year old at least. OK, so it, it got Not me bad. somewhere. Yeah. So I could like yeah. babysit, you know, uh, for for five year olds, um, maybe if if they speak Spanish, I can maybe hold my own. So, OK, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's a good skill to have. <laughs> Better than nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah gosh so yeah so Man, that's the are... that's the spanish tongue there the spanish tongue when i heard that it was the word tongue one of the first uh one of the first things my mind went to and i don't i don't know why this was the first instance of the word tongue that i thought of 
Mm-hmm. Do you did you play a lot of Pokemon growing up? Oh, totally. Did I? Do you remember the Pokemon called Lickitung? <laughs> yeah, it's the one that always had his tongue hanging out, huh? Tongue hanging out. All of his attacks. I don't. I don't know what type he was, <laughs> but like, all of his attacks like <laughs> and re- revolved around him just licking people, <laughs> which seems like just the, the strangest. The strangest concept for a Pokemon ever. And this was this was generation one for Pokemon. So they weren't like running right. out of ideas at this point. This was brand new Pokemon right off right off the press. One of their first ideas was a Pokemon just all just of their moves people. based around licking people. And he just <laughs> he looks so creepy. I remember in even in the even in the cartoon just he's so unsettling like just his tongue hanging out like always breathing hard yeah so absolutely creepy and he so so lick a tongue evolves into (laughs) into licky licky (laughs) now licky licky Licky. didn't, didn't come around until generation four but also so. looks so weird. <laughs> it's it's just a, basically a fatter lick of tongue with uh <laughs> so the the tongue is actually shorter than oh. the lick of tongue tongue, but it's like sticking out straight. Like it's it's I, like really rigid for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I I looked up a picture. <laughs> I, I wow. don't know which one is more disturbing. But either way, can I you think... like if you were if you were a Pokemon, well we can begin to look at both of these perspectives. If you were a Pokemon trainer or an opponent Pokemon, like, can you imagine just being a Pikachu and yeah. like, you got to fight this Lickitung and you know that you're going to get licked because that's like all of his attacks. <laughs> and he's so tongue forward. Like, in order to even attack him, you have to touch the tongue because it's like his, right. his shield. <laughs> like, I, you, you would think that Lickitung would actually win every Pokemon battle because nobody would want to even touch touch the tongue at all it would be so gross yeah (laughs) yeah disgusting that man and honestly i i remember this as you say it like i remember in like the ds pokemon game like the lick attack and like the way they would animate that is that like the opponent pokemon they would just like (laughs) like brush a tongue like over the pokemon (laughs) it was just like so weird yeah Yeah, no that's so gross that's 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 really uh he, he's honestly kind of comical like he just looks so derpy he's just like yeah. standing there with his tongue just like unable to be contained in his mouth <laughs> full on tongue out yeah do you think so he can't close his mouth right like the tongue probably is too not long. oh it probably dried it out his mouth. <laughs> ew, yeah. yeah yeah definitely is yeah. dry uh, in ew. theory yeah in theory he probably can't even lick anyone that well because like his tongue is so dry you know and so his tongue has got to feel like just sandpaper maybe that's how he defeats people because like could you it's imagine so like being defeated in a battle simply because you got licked too much <laughs> the tongue just like rips the skin off of you right so I, I feel like it has to be like a sandpaper type tongue you know and it just like you just does it it's so disgusting have you that's, ever oh my gosh true. speaking of weird instances of tongues and pop culture did you ever I'm listening. 
so this was this was another childhood movie that was advertised all the time on kids television programming that of course i bought into the hype and i went to go see did you ever see the shaggy dog with tim allen where he turned into a dog Ooh, i i definitely have seen it if i did it was probably only like once though um like a yeah. long time ago my memory it doesn't serve me like well but i've definitely seen it viewing right, wasn't that right. good but i remember there was a scene where he was like in the process which it's it's weird that tim allen has been in all these movies where he's like transformed into something because he's got the dog <laughs> one he's got the the santa claus one where he turns into santa, santa claus. claus yeah but he's like it's like mid transformation and the of course the first thing to start to transform on him is his tongue it turns into a dog tongue and he like is having trouble keeping it in his mouth and it's just constantly falling out of his lips and it looks so disgusting like it's, it's so gross right he's like folding it up trying to get it back in like rolling it in yeah <laughs> it looks like it looks like a fruit roll up <laughs> man that's another thing with tongues right there the fruit roll-ups and they had the tattoos for the tongue you know oh yeah oh my gosh right man. i was so i think that's like, probably I was, like I was, so, I was so bought in i was so bought in on that like i don't know were why. you really i was so influenced by kids commercials yeah i was like oh this is cool this is gonna be cool and it, it never worked the way i wanted it to because your tongue is wet and it's always right. gonna get blurry <laughs> so it just looks like it's blue right you need like a like a licky licky tongue if you're ever going to like properly tattoo your tongue <laughs> yeah you know you need a pokemon dried out tongue Right. In fact, I would even argue that that's the fourth reason why you could touch your tongue is to get a fruit roll-up tattoo on it. To apply it. Although, of course. I don't know if it does that does that count as touching your tongue because there's a fruit roll-up in between your fingers and your tongue. True. So a, it it depends on... Layer. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on how you handle it. You know? I mean, if you're like <laughs> really grasping your tongue to make sure it's like a firm, steady tattoo, <laughs> you're like pulling it out you of might have to. Right, exactly. You, you might have to. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a firm, a firm grasp in your tongue and start pulling it out of your mouth so you can put the tattoo on there. Right, right. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, since since you're since we're talking about uh, pop references and tongues, I mean that exact same thing. When I thought about tongue, I thought, of course, about SpongeBob, and there was an episode of SpongeBob where spongebob and sandy were like locked into like mortal like karate combat like they were just like constantly oh fighting each other in like karate fashion and at one point somehow sandy gets a hold of spongebob's tongue and like literally just like <laughs> pulls it out very long and she has a bottle of <laughs> hot sauce that she's threatening to like drip on it <laughs> and like spongebob pulls like the ultimate trick and like undoes like his tongue and like shows that it's actually like a novelty toy or something like that. Um, oh and then like lassos her with her tongue or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I mean, that very same thing can happen. You know, if you get a firm enough grasp on your tongue, um, yeah, you could tattoo it. You could, you could drink hot sauce. I mean, I mean, SpongeBob oh has many lessons for us in this regard. So, That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty gross too, admittedly. Yeah, and honestly, there's like, 
I'm thinking back now. There's multiple Nintendo characters that use their tongue as a as like attacks. Because <laughs> Yoshi does that in uh, oh, Smash Brothers. You're right. Like he'll use his little tongue and grab you and turn you into an egg. <laughs> which I'm still not sure how the how the biology of that works. Because Yoshi is a is a male, as far as right. I know. Right. Yeah, lays eggs and also lays eggs through eating other other creatures. And yeah, I don't, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. So he's and it's it's so quick. <laughs> immediately as they go into his mouth, he poops him out. <laughs> well, I guess in that sense, though he is a male, he probably could, you know, because like he's he's putting them in an eggshell basically, right? So it's not like he's like birthing them, you know? Yeah. He's not, like, not creating new life. Right, exactly. So I mean, you you could fathom it, you know. How how's he do it so quick? I don't know, but um, yeah, it's amazing. It's possible. Man. <laughs> just incredible. Just, something about the tongue, apparently, and uh, cartoons just really, I don't know, does something. Yeah, is apparently. that like, is that like a Japanese culture thing, or is that just the people at specifically at Nintendo are weird about tongues? <laughs> that's a great question it could really be either because we've talked about pokemon we've talked about mario those are both uh japanese based but also have their origins in nintendo so i mean maybe it's a bit of both who knows (laughs) we we really need to get to the bottom of this i mean what about uh i mean kirby is kind of more of just like like sucking everything up as opposed to like a tongue like mouth based right right so i mean even him yeah yeah huh so how does so kirby sucks people into his mouth right and then like he sort of poops them out but it doesn't this is like coming out of anywhere like they just kind of appear outside of him right so I'm, I'm really unsure as to how the biology works there maybe he like has a portal in there inside of his I body mean... so once you once you intake the other person you suck out their powers and then you teleport them back outside of you. Maybe so. I mean, I, I feel like that's part of the mystery. I think that's part of what keeps people coming back to the series, you know? <laughs> Those are it's, the crucial questions yeah. of the Kirby story. Right. Eventually, they'll come to, like, the finale, the end of it all, and, and it'll all be explained, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Kirby, Kirby 150 or whenever it is that they right. finally end Kirby. Whatever it is, yeah. I mean, it, it it could be, it could very well be. I mean, that's why that's why people stick around for anything, right? I mean, why do people <laughs> yeah, watch The like... Office till the end? You know, because they want to see Jim and Pam get married. You know, why do people keep watching The Walking Dead? They want to know if you know Rick ever dies. <laughs> Although he won't, he's he's not gonna die. That's that's what I've heard. I, I stopped watching a long time ago, uh, but I've yeah, heard I that know. Rick is gone. So uh, he left. He left it. the show. There's no Rick anymore. That's what I heard. I don't know. I don't know. I, um, I that's what I thought you were talking about. I hope I didn't spoil anything. I I really don't know. I've been watching it a long time ago and have yeah. no interest in going back. What I heard, I forget who I heard it from, was that uh like he left the show. That like within the like outside the show, obviously, I think the actor was just done. But like within the show, <clears throat> excuse me, uh I think he just like went off on his own or something like that. So like he's not dead. But like he's just like not on the show anymore, from what I understand. Really? Yeah, wow. like Carl like took over as like the new guy now or something. What? Which was probably his birthright from the very beginning, anyway. I mean, we kind I of guess. probably figured Carl, Carl's so much worse. <laughs> I mean, we should have known that like 
how long this series seemed to be going that eventually Carl would be a full-grown man and would take over the show. We just had to have known is that he, at some point. Is he point. a full-grown man now? How old is Carl now? I don't, I don't think he is. Like, at most, he's probably, like, a, a teenager, but, like, at most, probably, like, 18 or 19, if that even. But, um... Because I think at the very beginning, I mean, he seemed young, but at the very beginning, I think he was probably like 11 or 12. So, I mean, you think about how many years it's been. He's probably close to adulthood. Let's see. I'm going to I'm gonna look this up and see. Yeah, look it up. Because he looked like a little baby in like the first season. I think he has an eye patch now. Like he lost his eye or something. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he died. He died in the show. What the heck? <laughs> what? He's done. <laughs> what the heck? let's see when yeah. did he when did he die yo i am so sorry right now for any listener who is behind on the walking dead uh i don't know if, any, <laughs> if i don't know if any of those people exist i think anybody's that behind at this point uh has, has that's stopped. true that's very true um just be aware of spoilers at this point i guess let me see what well, how long heck? was he on for you know i i tried I really tried to get back into The Walking Dead at one point, but just something about it just couldn't do it. I, I don't know why. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I think it just it By all stopped, means. <laughs> stopped being good. Like it was <laughs> it was not it was it wasn't really about anything anymore. It was just like, oh maybe yeah. maybe they'll die to the zombies, probably not. <laughs> right. I mean, so Carl made it pretty far. Let's see. When, when was his last season? Uh, let's see. Season eight was the one that he died in. Season eight. So let's how see. Do you how even... old was he in season one? Well, I have to know now if, if Rick is still around or not. Because if Carl and Rick are gone, then it's like, what even? Yeah, so who's even on on the show anymore? I know, probably. So Darryl. season season one, Carl was twelve, and it says that season four, Carl was fourteen, and after that, it's the, it doesn't give me any information on his age. <laughs> but I think we can assume that he was either late late teens or like maybe maybe twenty years old when he died interesting interesting okay well this is this is on rick now uh that because just curious if he if he died or not apparently there was some episode or plot or something where rick tried to blow up a bridge to protect people and uh people thought that he died during that but apparently he was rescued by someone uh and taken to some unknown location to begin a new journey it says wow um so apparently uh he's no longer on the show i'm assuming they kind of like pseudo killed him off but not really they're giving him a spinoff or something i don't know but uh there you go there you have it the actor of carl is 21 right now really yeah that's interesting Well, I'm, so I'm glad I... we can uh, be updated on this. <laughs> when when The Walking Dead started, he looked like a little baby, which means that we also look like little babies because we're not that much older than that. This is very true. 
that was <laughs> I was way too young probably to be watching Walking Dead at that point. Honestly, when you put it like that, probably so. Dang. Wow. Okay. Well, here you go. Man, I hope all the listeners are really glad that this turned into uh, the latest Walking, <laughs> Walking Dead, Dead news. Recap. But uh, apparently, Rick's new journey is that they're doing a three-film like movie series on him. <laughs> really? Three? Like they're making like three like I think made for TV like AMC movies about Rick and just like some new completely unrelated adventure that he went on after he was thought to be dead by blowing up a bridge. Oh my gosh. Which is interesting. <laughs> so uh there you go. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I mean they're really going they're going crazy. And, and that's another reason why I feel like I can't catch up now is cuz like it's just gone so many directions. Cuz honestly, at the very beginning of it all, like I I love The Walking Dead. I was right there with all the super yeah. fans. Like seasons oh, yeah. 1, 2 and 3 great seasons season four kind of started taking a nosedive in my opinion season five started getting weird and that's kind of when i fell off so i mean it it just kind of got just like all over the place you know i remember the first so at the end of the first season they they meet this doctor at the cdc and he has like a secret that he tells rick and everybody's mm-hmm. like oh what did, he, what did he say they're we're gonna find out in season two and then the, the secret ended up being like not that consequential, right? It was just that once you die, no matter if you've been bit or not, you turn into a zombie. Like that was that was the big secret <laughs> that he right. told. <laughs> After that reveal, I was like, oh, maybe this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> maybe this is gonna be done. <laughs> maybe this is nothing. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was. I don't know, because I feel like. The first couple of seasons, they had, like, some sort of, like, depth to them, you know? Like, there was, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, some, like, deepness and soul-searching and, like, questions arising and stuff and all this stuff. And and it kind of kept you interested. But then after a while, it's just like, hey, (laughs) let's see how many bad guys we can add and how many zombies they can kill in the meantime. It's like, all right, well. (laughs) Yep. And I I remember there was, like, I mean, there there were so many moments of conflict where people were like man like we're doing doing what we have to do to survive but like how tar- how far is too far like can we kill these real people that are being yeah. evil right but then once you go through that situation like seven or eight times <laughs> i just got bored i was like like you, you've done this so many times you're, you're gonna end up killing them and moving on to the next place right yeah no that's yeah i, I think that was a lot of people's uh Complain with it, at least people that have grown tired of it, is that it's kind of just the same plot on repeat. That, you know, they're safe, then they meet an evil guy, they struggle for a bit, they run away, they get safe again, rinse and repeat kind of a thing. So, yeah. But, you know, uh, I mean, those, those still... zombies will they'll, they'll get you with their tongues, right? <laughs> I was just about to try and make the connection. <laughs> I was going to say, at least they still all have their tongues. <laughs> <laughs> You know, know you maybe, gotta maybe somebody got their tongue ripped out. That's possible. It probably happened. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, at a certain point with a show like that, especially when one of your big driving factors becomes how can I gruesomely like gruesomely kill the zombie? I mean, <laughs> yeah. they've probably thought of that before. I'm sure. Definitely. 
going going back yeah. on the the tongue topic. Yeah. Have you ever been licked by another human being? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I don't have like a specific memory of ever being like intentionally licked by another human being, but I'm I'm sure it's have to have happened. Like it it has to have. I I just don't so, specifically remember. It's so gross. It's so. I, gross. I, I take it you have. <laughs> I I have multiple times. Please elaborate. Um. So, this is this is all like sibling conflict stuff. So, uh, it's yeah. it's a pretty standard thing. Like, my brother's being annoying, saying stuff like just you know on my nerves. I'll put my hand over his mouth to stop him from talking. His immediate reaction immediately lick you like lick you on the palm <laughs> it's so yeah. it's so gross <laughs> it's so especially because it's like my hand is muffling his mouth so right. the lick isn't like a clean smooth lick it's more like he's <laughs> stabbing you <laughs> stabbing you with the tongue <laughs> but the tongue exactly. isn't isn't like hard enough to stab with so it's just kind of mush yeah it's so disgusting <laughs> It's like so you, like you like you really get to like feel the texture of the tongue in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better you get word. a very intimate uh, understanding of what the human tongue feels like. That's that's pretty gross. I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, I feel like that same situation. I feel like I've been in before. Um, I don't I don't know if like again all in jest. Like if somebody had their hand over my mouth or my hand over their mouth. I don't know. Like I don't know if I was the one doing the licking or if they were. But that's definitely happened to me as well. So I might be guilty of that. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's possible. possible. Yeah, it's possible. I, I mean, we've all been there before. It's an issue plaguing more people than are being vocal right now. So I think we need to bring some light into this issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe that by we, our vulnerability, more people will follow suit so. and start to open the world's eyes to this problem. You know, one phenomena that does happen, or so I've heard, is the whole thing about like if somebody licks your elbow without you knowing you won't feel it oh so yeah that yeah, yeah. probably definitely happened to like countless individuals yeah you know i i can't say that i've experienced that mm. but if they did it successfully i would never have known so maybe it has happened exactly. honestly like unless they tell you and even then they could be lying to you if you don't feel it you'll never really <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> you'll never know if somebody has licked you on the right. elbow or not so we, we can all probably safely say that we all may or may not have been licked on the elbow without us knowing because we never really will know for sure. <laughs> it's true. Very true. Thousands, millions of people could be could have been victims of this and they have no idea. Well, I, um, I, I, I have some fun facts, actually, Andrew. Um, about on the, the human tongue that uh that i've had pulled up for a while now and i feel like they just have to be spoken out loud or else this research will okay. have been done in vain of course. um so maybe maybe we can make this a little fun even uh maybe you know a, a little trivia here you know some some true and false kind of a stuff here sure okay these are uh seven facts you didn't know about your tongue provided by colgate not a sponsor but I do use their toothpaste. So if they would like to sponsor oh, same. me, yeah. totally open. Yeah, totally open. 
Colgate and WordGenerator.com, randomwordgenerator.com. By all means, we're open to any sponsorship. We're here. Absolutely. Yeah, we're never, so, never going to refuse money from anybody. <laughs> right. Um, man, the day that we ever actually do have a sponsor on the show, if that day ever comes, uh, be wild. Watch, I, I, um, I say that now. I say that we're never going to re- refuse money. And then somebody's going to come with a request for sponsorship that I just do not want to uphold. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really want to sponsor that. Sorry. Um, sweet. All right, Andrew, fact number one. We'll, we'll, we'll do this one multiple choice here. Uh, okay. How many taste buds does your tongue have? It'll be a range. So is range, there, okay. yeah, is there 900 to 1,000? Is there 2,000 to 4,000? Is there 6,000 to 8,000? Or is there 10,000 to 12,000? Mm. I know it's a lot of numbers hmm. but a b c or d two to four thousand <laughs> you are correct the human tongue nice. has between two thousand and four thousand taste buds uh, each contains sensory cells that are replaced how often you ask every week so okay. you get a new brand spanking new set of taste buds every week believe it or not nice i think i um, learned i learned that at one point at school did you ever have the we called it the body walk and it was an inflatable no. experience. Really? The, I don't know what, what company did this, but somebody would bring in this giant inflatable human body that you would walk through and see all the internal systems. You started on the tongue part. It was like the little really? carpet to go into the mouth. That reminds you me of all the, the taste buds. Oh, there was a, it was like a cartoon where like something like that happened. Where like they like went through like the human body like in a museum like form. Magic school bus. I don't think it wasn't like an actual human body. I don't think, but it was like something like you you described. Yeah. Okay. So like you literally went through like a like a it was like an inflatable human body almost. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. Went through like the blood vessels and the stomach and the lungs and all that stuff. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. All right, Andrew. Fact number two, uh, each taste bud uh, helps us taste different flavors. And apparently there are five different categories of flavors. Uh, would you like to guess what those five flavors are that we can taste? Um, so this is this was also included in the Body Walk presentation. Let's, oh, let's good. Let's see if I can get them all. How, how many was it? Five? Five. Five flavors. Five. Uh, sweet. Okay. Salty. Yeah. Bitter. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. Umami. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know the. The list. other ones. We have sour and savory, are the two that okay. were not gotcha. on there. Which three out of two? Pretty good. I thought you were gonna get them all. Yeah. Um, fun fact about those flavors though, right? Uh, your saliva has to moisten your food before your tongue receptors can actually recognize those five types. So apparently if you mm. didn't have saliva to moisten your food, you cannot taste says food. So lick a tongue, no taste for him. No taste for him because his tongue is extremely dry. Exactly. 
Um, all right, I have two more for you, Andrew. Uh, okay. Your tongue obviously is strong, but how many muscles does the human tongue have? Is it A, two, B, seven, C, ten, or D, nine? I mean, eight. What? <laughs> okay. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's eight. <laughs> it's eight, Andrew. <laughs> Great. I messed that one up. I'm sorry. It's okay. Your tongue is strong and has eight muscles. Did you know that? I do. Did the body walk teach you that? I don't think so. I don't think we went through all the muscles. I thought I thought it was just one. It is not. Apparently, it has eight muscles within it. Right. So four of the muscles allow your tongue to change its shape. So like whenever you make a taco shape with your tongue, right, make a little U. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the other four allow your tongue to change position, right? So lick a tongue does not have that one, right? Because he can't put it back inside of his mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, these are the muscles that help us speak. So we're literally using all eight of these muscles right now. Nice. All right. Last one. True or false, Andrew? Do our tongues have unique prints like fingerprints or are they just sort of generic oh wow um i feel like they they have to be unique right i mean i don't know how discernible it is but i would i would hesitate to say there's two exact same tongues out there well according to colgate not a sponsor you'd be correct no two tongues are alike uh your tongue has a print just like a fingerprint which means that if you ever had to get into a printed safe, you know, uh, you could probably use your tongue. You could use your instead tongue. Instead of your finger. <laughs> That's what I would think, at least. I don't know. This also, of course, means that if there was a wild lick-a-tongue attack and he went and robbed a bank, you could tell which specific lick-a-tongue did it from all the prints that he left. Exactly. Exactly. You you would know exactly the one. Not only because there would <laughs> also be an absence of saliva, but also because there is a print on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, like, you'd be leaving so much DNA evidence from just putting his tongue everywhere. Exactly. I mean, if you're robbing a bank with your tongue, you're just asking for it at that point. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Thank you for uh, letting me run through those fun facts, Andrew. I uh, oh, of course. really desired to share this knowledge with the world. Do you think in the Pokemon universe that, I mean, banks have to have like anti-Pokemon measures because anybody could just use their Pokemon to, to rob a bank, right? I mean, what about Team Rocket? I mean, they're they're doing bad stuff all the time. Wasn't like the very first Pokemon episode literally Team Rocket like robbing a bank? Did they really rob a bank? They robbed something. I remember that much. Maybe it was like a like a <laughs> Pokemon bank or something, or like a I don't know. Like they were trying to steal Pikachu, like they always are. But oh, yeah. I mean, you would think because like yeah, like Team Rocket is a thing, so like they always use Pokemon to try and do bad stuff and steal stuff. So you would think they'd have something, or at least like Pokemon like bodyguards oh, like pokemon you know? guards yeah yeah okay right like whatever uh geodude right that's one of them right yeah he, that's uh, the rock one. whatever his like 
biggest evolved form where he's like this big muscular guy with like multiple arms like a couple of those you know and uh your bank is safe <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh wow pokemon world would wow. be nuts to live in i, I would Just... not want to live there <laughs> super powered animals everywhere hey, could you imagine i remember one time <laughs> i don't even know like where this was brought up or why this was brought up but like somebody like proposed the question one time of like could you imagine if like like flying sharks were a thing and like how that would like change our world (laughs) (laughs) like like you wouldn't swimming they flew right right like if like basically essentially like if we weren't like on the top of the food chain and like there's just flying yeah. sharks that at any moment could swoop down and just like like catch you. Like going to work would be like so much more stressful. Like every day would be like, uh like I mean it's kind of the same thing. If there's Pokemon everywhere, it's kinda of like if there's flying sharks everywhere, you know, you'd kind of be on, on yeah. your edge all the time. I guess you would have to have well, we would probably honestly go underground. Like there would be a lot more wow. subterranean tunnels. Yeah. and uh transit so everybody would be taking basically like a subway to work i could and see that slash we would maybe like build a lot of domes yeah honestly yeah we'd probably live underground a lot and then like people like jobs would be like go to the surface to get resources and it'd be like <laughs> yeah, considered heroic jobs. and dangerous right like yeah. heroic and dangerous because of the flying sharks yeah. Like farming is way more dangerous now. Oh yeah. No. Those are like, man, like those are like like we have holidays for the farmers now. Like let us thank <laughs> yeah. all of our farmers for risking instead their of, life. Instead of Veterans Day. Yeah. <laughs> instead of Veterans Day, it's a farmer's day. Exactly. There you go. Well, they've I mean. they've fought off all the all the shark attacks. <laughs> Which I guess is really just us... the, the Sharknado, the Sharknado reality, right? Because there's flying sharks there. Honestly, yeah. If if there's Sharknados, that's the same thing. I mean, that universe, they should be living underground. I don't know why they haven't oh, at yeah. this point. But I mean, they, they're the people in the flying shark universe just haven't realized that all you have to do is go back in time six billion years and stop the first <laughs> flying shark, and therefore, no, yeah. no more will, will ever exist. Right. For those unfamiliar, that is exactly the plot to the last Sharknado movie, is that they go back in time six billion years to stop the first Sharknado so that the ones in the present never happen. Exactly, because that's how weather works. If you stop the first (laughs) instance of that weather, then it will never happen again. Yeah, so once once, uh, time travel is real, we can just go back and stop the first hurricane, and then no more will ever exist. Exactly. Exactly. Because they all spawn from each other. Yeah, this this a uh, direct reproductive relationship. Right, right. A, a mommy hurricane and a daddy hurricane come together, and throughout the generations, we have the hurricanes we have today. Well, this is yeah. That, that's why we that's why we name them uh, because they're they are actually you know <laughs> beings that can relate to each other and have children. Right, right. We actually don't name them. the The parent hur- hurricanes name them, and then they give those to the weather stations. And then they just tell the world. What like a, gets like a, a, gets a, a birth certificate? Right, right. Like they, the, <laughs> the, the weather stations announce them. 
the hurricanes have to like register their babies with the with the government so that we know right exactly exactly and since there's so few of them it'd be really confusing to have hurricanes with the same name which is why they always have different names that's why you don't have two yeah hurricanes we can only the have name. a repeat every so many years exactly exactly it's <laughs> exactly how hurricanes work and the same goes for sharknadoes of course <laughs> why would they operate any differently of course <laughs> it's crazy oh wow <laughs> Wow. Well, I think that um, might be a good note to end on. I think we're pushing an hour here. We can go back to the good old randomwordgenerator.com and see what will be next on the list. Now, I will say we're not going to do this word because I didn't actually generate this word. But the first word up on the website when I opened it was communist, which I don't feel (laughs) like I'm smart enough to talk about. So we're not going to do that. Nor do I. Nor do I. All right. Random word in three, two, one. Necklace. Necklace? Do you have any any strong necklace opinions? Wow. I mean, I've just been waiting for years just to let out <laughs> yeah. these hot necklace cakes. <laughs> so. All right. Um, well. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be something there. It's going to be a great episode, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, we, we finished off 10 strong, uh, and now we, we got to go back down a little bit to build it up again. Yeah, this is true. This is true. We have to start from the bottom and, and work our way up. I mean, if, if cabinet and tongue have taught us anything, I mean, necklace could hold a lot of stuff in store. Yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> wow, now... At the end of this decade of episodes, which have not been released in any sort of schedule, uh, but it is our sort of 10th anniversary, Mm -hmm. Parker, do you have a favorite episode of the 10 that we've done so far? Wow. I am so glad that you asked me, Andrew. There really are some good ones out there. I think uh, we can never forget Scrape. I think that Ordinary... Right. I think that Ordinary provided some some great insight. It was our longest episode to date. Uh, the B-movie idea was hatched. The B-movie sequel, that is, was hatched during that episode. <laughs> Hashtag um, the B-movie we deserve. Exactly. Um, I think Identification, even, is a great one. That's where we really started diving into paste. Um, and what is a paste? <laughs> That's right. I mean, I think you have to go with those three, at least. I don't know if I can rank my favorite out of them, but I think Identification ordinary and scrape are are on their way to the hall of fame yeah i would i would agree those are some really classic ones scrape i think is my favorite one of all time but i'll also add in you know in case episode 10 is your first episode you got to go back through the back catalog we got some gold back here uh i just like to bring up the our first episode money i think we got off to a pretty good start uh discussing you know who really deserves to be on the money and slash why in the world did Ben Franklin want the turkey to be our national bird? Uh, and I'll also <laughs> highlight episode seven, Warrant, in which we came up with the new electoral system. So if you're looking to the mm. future, you know, it's it's election season. Uh, the presidential election is coming up. And if you're frustrated with the current system and want to know a possible alternate path, uh, we propose, I think, a pretty solid 
you know, sound uh, way of electing the president. So I just go through there and uh, listen to that uh, from people that have zero political experience. And maybe, you know, we'll, we'll start a little grassroots movement there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I will episode say three, episode seven classics. I, I, I will say, Andrew, that in Warrant, we also go into a little philosophy and uh, we discuss how Warrant equals logic, um, which I think oh, is yeah. just a groundbreaking philosophical concept that philosophers just will be unpacking for, for ages. If you want the, the groundbreaking discovery, you can hear it on episode seven. Man, well, can't wait, Andrew, until uh, our bronze anniversary on our 12 and a half episode. <laughs> Twelve and a half episode. Wow. Yeah. Well, we will be celebrating that uh, independently of recording it. But keep in tune because episode eleven will be hitting the airwaves at some some point in time. We're not really sure when these are getting uploaded, but it'll happen. Thank you to all the people that have decided to follow us. I would like to add that we are up to fifteen Spotify followers, uh, which is a big milestone i think uh because we started out as zero so uh we're we're at track we're, we're gaining more than one an episode uh if we go through the ratio so uh yeah welcome to all the new listeners and we love to have you here thanks for listening 